I won't let you go because you'll always be by my side. Richard Yinka, the founder of the grassroots organization Adanu, embodies these lyrics sung by the village in Mafi Seva, Ghana. Adanu works alongside underdeveloped and rural communities to establish sustainable education solutions, embodying Lao Tzu's philosophy, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. As the villagers celebrate the arrival of volunteers to build a library for their community, they hold a welcoming ceremony to bless the land the library will soon stand on. Richard has been working alongside remote Ghanaian villages for over 20 years, and through the collaboration of the village members, Adanu has built 35 schools and 21 libraries and counting. Prior to constructing the schools and libraries in the communities that have demonstrated determination and grit, Richard and his team assess the existing conditions unique to each village. That the model is based on working with and not working for. So we are working with the community members, the adults, the chiefs, and then together we work with the community to create the program. So before we can select the community, we look at what are the potentials that they have within the community, what can they also bring on board to support the project, and what can we look for outside the community that they don't have. And together we are able to come up with a strategy that will say, okay, if we want to build a school in the community, we look around, we work with the community, what do you have? They might not have access to cement, paints, the rods and the steel that we need. We are able to collaborate together and work on the project. And at the end of the day, we all celebrate the outcome of the project. All of the schools supported by Adanu are a community effort, a collaboration of the Adanu team, volunteers, and the entire village. One of Adanu's first projects was a village divided by a river that students would have to swim across during the rainy season. When we went to the community, we asked the student where are they coming from because most of the project, it doesn't really benefit only one community. It benefits more than three or four or five communities. And we asked them how do they commute to the school. There's a stream or a river. They have to swim Monday to Friday every day back and forth. And it's not incentive for them to go to school either. So we told the community, before we can work with you, we have to find a local means of solving that problem of having a bridge across the river for the kids to be able to be in a safe environment before we can come in to help them figure out how best we can build a school. And lo and behold, they've been able to work together as a community, do their own bridge. And now today they have a school, they have a classroom, they have a library, they have a good environment to learn and teach. With Richard's persistence and the help of volunteers like Shelley Morse, who is the development director of Adanu, village by village, the inequity gap is narrowed and passion for change is ignited throughout the communities. As I look back 20 years later, I can see all of the good work that's been done. And when you're in the weeds of it, sometimes you don't know if it's ever going to come to fruition or if good things are going to happen. And so I know that they do. I think Going back, repeat trips and seeing what villages are doing on their own after we've been there and how change has happened and growth has happened and more development has happened. That's just empowering. Empowering villages to cultivate sustainable education solutions allows the villagers to establish ownership of their community. According to Miranda Lurkin, who is a board member of Adanu, the impact that Adanu creates transforms not only the generations to come in the villages, but also influences the many volunteers and their definition of community. The most memorable trip was probably the one in 2011 where I went with some high school kids. It was so fun to see those kids. We were worried that these kids might have a hard time and they were way more flexible and adaptable than any of the adults I've ever seen on the trip. 
they were fun. They had a lot of energy. They loved interacting with the kids. And it was just really cool to experience seeing them experience Ghana for the first time. I just imagine that that type of trip on all of these kids impact them on different ways. As we try to define community in this technological, fast-paced society, sometimes going back to the basics of friends helping friends and neighbors helping neighbors is the most sustaining model. The model of Adanu. I'm Chloe Yang, and thank you so much for listening.